Melissa Ritis, Monty, and we're your friends. <laughs> Hi, seeing as you called me Melissa, you should have called yourself Katie. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to say Katie, and then I was like, no, people don't know me as Katie on the no. pod. That would be awkward. Duh, duh. Um, hi, everyone. Hope you're well, um, whatever you are up to, wherever you are listening to this. Um, thanks for joining us. Um, Bax, my 12-year-old, went to the Pink concert last night with Sam. And? Um, loved it sick. And I so vividly remember going to Pink um, years and years ago now. It, she She is, to me, the best performer. Like, everyone's going bonkers over Taylor Swift being in the country. I'm like, Pink's here too. And she is spinning around in the air and singing at the same time. Like there is no other artist that's doing that. Do you know what it's like though? It's like she went so hard, so fast with all the tricks. Yes. And then everyone got used to it. It's like when you go into a new relationship and you pull out all your sex moves yes. and then you're like, i got nothing else. Yeah, it is a bit like that because Sam was like, it was phenomenal. She like dropped from the sky and I'm like, yeah, I can picture it all because I've seen it all before. But she's still so great. But I, um, yeah, so Sammy took him along and he absolutely loved it. But it did remind me of, like, I loved, loved, loved Pink. Um, And I went along with my friend Abby. Mm. And we were standing up the back, like we were on the um, floor. Yeah. And then we were standing up the back just going nuts dancing, right? Mm. And there's always a big gap between the crowd and the seats. So we were dancing in that part. Yes. And then a security guard came up to us and said she's going to come out of that door. So it was during her show and then she runs off stage and then obviously surprises you by coming out a different entrance. This was before she was into the acrobats, acrobatic stuff, right? Anyway, so then we're like, oh, my God. So we went and stood by the door where she was going to come out into the arena. And when she came out, we like she was obviously running towards the stage, but we <laughs> stopped her and shook her hand. And my friend Abby Bullshit. said, you're doing a really good job. <laughs> well, what is he going to uh, say? Oh, we didn't know. We just pissed our pants for the rest of the night and we still – it's one of those things we still remember. Remember when you told Pink that she was doing a really good job? Oh, my God. She was like, yeah, thanks, love. Yeah, thanks. Now, if you don't mind, I'll get back on stage to perform to the 15,000, 20,000 people that I'm here performing to. Oh, my God. so funny. God. I actually Mm. – I read something about the Taylor Swift concert the other day that was saying no one was in their seats. Everyone was up dancing. I do like that. I find that annoying. (gasps) What? Because if you're down on the ground, okay. If Mm. you're in seats, I don't know, and then you've got all these people in front of you, you can't see shit. Yeah, but I also think that a concert is one place that you probably should get up and dance if you can. Like Mm. I just, I would want to sit for parts, but I would also think get up and dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know. do get it. I get it if you're 80, but if you're 45 like yourself, you can stand up and you can dance at a Taylor Swift concert. I mean, I'm not 45 yet. So, I mean, We're coming up to it yes. soon. You know who else is in the country? A lot of celebrities in the country at the moment. <laughs> Leanne Rhymes is in the country. Oh, my God. Of this fame. I loved that song. I actually think it's on my playlist. What? It's so funny because I hate country music. I hate it. Mm. But I love that song and I love Patsy Cline. Remember Patsy Cline? 
No, what does oh she Oh, my God, sing? like she's from the 50s. Sweet dreams, oh. crazy. Oh, my God. And my mum used to play her all the time when she was cleaning on a oh, Saturday. That's why you love her. It's nostalgic for you. Yeah, she died in a plane crash. Did she? Yeah, maybe that's a Lucky Dip episode I'll do, celebrities that have died in plane crashes because there are yeah. lots. Yeah, that's fun. That's Note a really that fun down. one. Who's um, um, the guy who sang La Bamba? Oh, Richie Valens with the big he bopper. He died in it? Yeah. Buddy Holland? Yeah, Buddy Holly and Holland. yeah, they were in the same plane. Yes. And um, the big bopper, the guy that sings big, Chantilly Lace. Yes. I remember when I was younger going to the live show of um, Holly, what's his name again? Buddy Holly. Oh, yeah, like obviously an impersonator. I went twice and I stood on the chair and danced. You would have hated it. Really? I don't yeah, mind. I loved it's it. The, it's the concert thing I don't like because I can't see and then I get frustrated because then you've got like oh. Alan who's six foot seven in front of you and you're like, fuck off, Alan, Alan I can't so see. so annoying. You know what I vividly remember about the Buddy Holly <laughs> stage show was everyone did get up and dance and I was younger so I did stand on my chair. And you know what theatres the chairs flip up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I must have stood at the back of the chair and flipped and slipped down the back. <laughs> that would have been worth it. How funny. That's so good. You know, you went to Buddy Holly. I went to, I don't know if you remember this. My God, I was, shit, I would have been maybe 12. I went to Elvis to the max. Oh, I don't remember. He was like the leading Elvis impersonator. Oh. Wow, wasn't that a hoot? Oh, taking off his terrible? scarf and putting it like all the women that were in the front row. Ew. Imagine living your life. Like how insulting is that? I know. People are coming to see you because you're impersonating somebody else. Somebody somebody who they can't get close to and you look like somebody else and sound like somebody else but you're not that person. No, you're never going to be as good as him. But never. the only reason people want to listen to you is you vaguely look like him. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, imitators? It's mm. so funny. Anyway, so Leanne is in the country with um her husband, Eddie. Is it Cipriani? Cyprian. I think I'm it's sure Cyprian. It. Cyprian. Cyprian. He's so hot to me. Agreed. I find him incredibly good looking. Agreed. So he was married to Brandy from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and yes. then he and Rimesy had an affair in 2000 and nine or something like that and remember how scandalous it was it's like taylor swift having an affair with somebody because leanne was such the squeaky clean good girl yes and he would have something hot about that idea oh <laughs> totally corrupted her like michael hutchinson kylie minogue you know yes he would have yes. really i mean he would have blown her socks off she oh, he would like, have blown her little – she would have had those little socks that you'd fold down with the, the frill, frill on them. And he would, yeah, he would have just blown them right off. <laughs> so she's a, a, a judge on The Voice. I didn't Is even realise that show was still going. Yeah, no. So Rita Ora and um, Jessica Mowboy have left and now it's Adam Lambert, Guy Sebastian, Kate Miller-Heidke and Leanne Rimes. Right. Do you also remember she had like a big glow-up? After they got oh, together. Oh, yes, she did. She really got really quite funky, didn't yeah, she? she? She was such a dag. And then she just came out and was like, oh, Leanne Rhymes is quite sexy. And they had a reality show. In, did they yeah, have a reality they had, show? Yeah. They, it didn't work at all. And I remember because I loved the Housewives of Beverly Hills, Brandy was watching it on that show, making fun of it. Oh, like, well, look at them. And, yeah. Yeah, but she seems 
slightly unhinged to me. Oh my God, she's totally unhinged. Okay, speaking of love. Love birds. So, you know this thing that people have talked about for years, the love languages idea? It's the seven love languages, the purple book. There's five. Oh, is there five? Yeah, and did you know that book was written by like a Baptist pastor? Oh. Yeah, that's sort of, I read that and I was like, "Mm." I remember my psychologist years and years ago was like, that's horseshit, that book. It's unrealistic Mm. for couples to live into that. And I was like, oh, a lot of couples really thrive off learning each other's love language. I know the idea of it. I've never read it, but it's that there are five love languages and we all want to be loved in a certain way. So we need to love our partner the way they want to be loved and they need to Mm. do the same for us. So they are receiving gifts. Imagine that was your love language. I know. I've been wondering what's the basis of your relationship here? (laughs) But um, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, right? Mm. Anyway. Like taking out the bin and stuff like that, is it? Like, you know, like if Sam said, hey, I've just filled up your car with petrol and I've done the shopping, you'd be like. I love that. Take me now. It's just that. I hate filling up with petrol. I hate it. It's so annoying, right? I hate Mm. touching the Bowser. I always think how many people have touched this My hand, ugh, my hand feels disgusting after I've held that Bowser. Bowser. How's that? It's a good euphemism for um, penis. How's the Bowser? Show us your Bowser. Let's try and make it work. Love it. Yeah. Show us your Bowser. (laughs) Anyway, funnily enough, Mark and I actually had a fight when we were trying to work out our love languages. Oh, my God. Of course you did. (laughs) Anyway. I reckon yours. Can I guess what yours is? Words of affirmation. 100%. Because it's not not even in like a, you know, intimate relationship, just in life. As soon as you say to me, you're doing a really good job, that was amazing that you did, then I'm just going to keep trying to work harder to keep getting that. Yeah, like a golden retriever who's getting a snack. Yes, and that's, you know, that can be very detrimental too Mm. because – Well, it goes into people-pleasing that. That's right. It turns from getting an affirmation into people-pleasing. I reckon marks would be physical touch. 100%. Yeah. Isn't it funny how we connect, right? Because I'm like, mm. f- I think for a lot of men, they connect with sex. That's how mm. they feel intimate. I don't feel that way. I feel like it's an, it's like a sex is just physical An act to of me. service. <laughs> an act of service. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, that's just physical, right? Mm. But without that, there's always sort of like tension if that part isn't working. Mm. So well, can, it just changes your relate. It make turns your relationship from being, I guess, a, a, you know, it is. It's it is that's such an important part of your relationship. And I think it's the one thing that if you're in a monogamous relationship, it's the only person you're doing that with. Yes, you know what I mean. They are the only one who gets that part of you. Mm. So there's this new thing called love mapping. This is an article I read on Mamma Mia, and it says the Gottman Institute introduced love maps as the part of your brain where you store all the important information about your partner and their life. So you've got to build this love map. And they suggest that you start to do that by answering this series of questions. Right. Listen to some of these questions. Mm. Hey, this is a good thing when you go out for dinner with your partner because we're saying sometimes you go out and you're like, oh, I've got nothing to talk about. You can do your love mapping. Yeah, this would also be embarrassing because, again, we'd probably end up in a fight. 
Right. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. But it's so it it's also fascinating to um just work out where people's attention is. So mm. listen to this. What was your okay. partner wearing when you first met? Oh, I can answer that question. I can. Right. Yep. Do you reckon Sammy could? Because I know Mark no, couldn't. There is no way. No. But also I was into Sam and he wasn't into me. So he wouldn't remember. Ah, okay. Name one of your partner's hobbies. Yeah, I could do that. Is a hobby watching sport? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Sam's would be running. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, is that a hobby? Healthy yeah. hobby. Yeah, I guess so. Um, what stresses your partner out right now? Me and the kids. Well, I mean, I figure everyone would sort of answer that in a similar way. If you're a grown-up, money, work, yeah. kids. Work, yes. You know, yeah. this is where it gets weird to me. Describe in detail what your partner did today or yesterday. Oh, how boring. Like, what? what's going on in your life that you're paying that much attention? I, I wouldn't know yeah, what Mark also, does in a full day. Your days are so monotonous, especially as a parent or a working oh. parent. Like, I could pretty much map out Sam's day for you. Do you know what I mean? It would be like, get up, have a shower, go to work, walk to the coffee shop, come back get on calls. Like it would be so dull to do that. I know. One of your partner's greatest fears or disaster scenarios. Sam's is going to jail. He's like, I love prison shows. Like I just find prison or drug shows fascinating because it's so far from my world. Mm. And he when he's like, I can't watch it. Just prison is my absolute worst nightmare. It's his worst fear. I'm like, you are the squeaky cleanest person of all time. You're the last person that's going to end up in jail. Well, I mean, look, never say never. He doesn't want to become someone's bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the fear. Yeah, that's that probably first night. It. Hey, Bubba, you know. <laughs> Too funny. Um, name a person your partner dislikes. What is your partner's ideal job? What medical problems mm. does your partner worry about? They're saying that you – ask each other these questions and then it says that you from that you begin building a love map of your partner in your head and that's meant to strengthen your relationship and I'm like I don't know I reckon the love languages seems like it works better it's just easier stop trying to reinvent the wheel yeah there's only five love languages and then once you've picked one you can forget the other ones you, you know, know what I mean where this is a lot of questions a lot of talking it's a lot of talking who's yeah. time for all that talking I know Sam would start to answer and my eyes would glaze over if he went into detail about his day. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be like, Ugh. It's so obvious with you as well. You can see. Isn't it? You can see. You can't even hide it. I wish that I wasn't like that. I really can't. No, I think it's good. I think it's good you like that because you can, I think, I think you do that more with the people you feel that you can. You know. Sometimes people are talking, not you, but it, it, people I don't know, and I have to physically say to myself, watch your face, watch your face, because it just, like my eyes will glaze over, my face will drop a bit, and I'm like, you've got to. Like I know what they're saying isn't interesting you, but you've got to stick with it. I know. It's, like it's hard. I know, I know. I've got one family mm. member that's like that, and when they talk to me, it's like, you know, that episode of The Simpsons with Santa's little helper, the dog, and it's showing, like, from the dog's perspective, and it's just, like, listening to the kids going, <laughs> that's what it's like, and sometimes I miss the cue to say, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. or they ask a question, and I say, mm-hmm, and they're like, wait, I just asked you, and you're like, oh, fuck. 
Oh, no. But also, do you think sometimes it's people's tones in their voice that puts you into some kind of trance or it's more what they're saying? I reckon some people are just boring and that is nasty. You know, and they're boring for you, but they're probably not Mm. boring for, you know, Tim. But for me, their husband or their wife. Because sometimes I'm like that. And it, it is, it's hard to get a couple that are both, that both, like excite you and energize you and that you want to engage in. Do you know what I mean? Like you often will meet somebody and you're like, you're so awesome. And then you meet her husband and you're like, you're a drip. I know. How's that a weird couple where you're like, yes, mismatch. Yes. And you know what I hate about myself when it comes to that? And it's such a horrible thing. And I would tell someone else off for saying this, but the rules don't apply to me. So so it's on. A lot of the time, I don't gel with the woman. The Ah. guy's great. The woman yes. is like a drainer. And I'm like, Yeah, right. And I'm pretty drainy myself. So to say that, actually, I'm not a drainer like out or in public. I'm no, a drainer you're at not. home. You put on a show. I'll put on, you a, put show. on a show. I put on a yeah. show. Yeah. One of my friends, one of my relatively new friends, she's great and her husband's great. And she said, He thinks you've got the best bands of anyone. <gasps> And I said, are you kidding? I feel very sorry for him if I am the one with the best banter. Like how many, what, who has he got in his life? I feel like that's almost the best compliment anybody could Same. But now I feel like I have the pressure to razzle and dazzle every time I see him. Do you I know, know what I mean? It's like I never weather chat with him or anything. I'll go straight into something that's of some interest might be, I don't know, you know, some, I can't even give you an example, but now I'm like, oh shit, I've got to be on. I've got to be happy and razzly and dazzly and shiny. There's also some people that bring that out in you that you know you yes. have that connection that you play off each other. Yeah, well, he does do good. that. So maybe it's not that hard. Maybe it, it isn't going to be that hard next time I see him. Oh, you're like little soulmates, not in a love way, just in a you know, just friend connect. mates, friend soulmates. Yeah. Isn't it nice when you do find somebody yes. that you have an instant connection with, that it's not, you're not just standing in silence going, what am I going to talk about next? What am I going to talk about next? But it's just that natural flow. Easy, no work. Yes. Yeah, it's very good. All right. Well, on that note, should we get out of here? Speaking of easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Yeah, I reckon we should. Also, I'll just quickly say, yes, I'm late with this one's a doozy, as I always am. But I've just done the Tylenol murders from 1982. I've done okay because I haven't listened to this one. Tell me about it. So what? Give me just a rough because it's a doozy. Is something Mel does every second week, right? And loosely, loosely every second week, and delves into. It's usually it's an odd story, but it's usually killy. Yeah, like crime or paranormal or something. But this most people know about it. But back in 1982, someone decided to go and inject cyanide into Tylenol, which is like Panadol, so it's paracetamol. Wow. So on this one day, all these people were dying. Like the first was a 12-year-old girl who woke up with a sore throat and the parents gave her one. And cyanide takes you out real quick. Right. It changed the way we consumed products because back Mm -hmm. then you could just open there was no seal on anything you just fucking oh, opened it yes so it's it's really good it's a big story so i've done part 1 part 2 will be coming you know when you get be coming 
<laughs> Love it. Hey, everyone, thank you for listening. Hit us up anytime. Show and tell online is where you can find us on our Instagram. If you want to grab a Patreon or become a patron, head over to patreon.com forward slash show and tell online. They start from about $5 a month, just helps with the running of the potty. And also, um, Sometimes I'll get a message from you guys saying, oh, I let my, all my friends know about the podcast. That is just the biggest help. If you think that yeah, someone is. will connect with our potty, share it with them. We would appreciate it. And we'll chat to you soon. Love you.